Welcome to Heroic Nonsense. I'm Chris. I'm Heather. And I'm Jason. And we have a special guest today. And you know what? I'm just going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. Who are you? I'm Theandre Curry. And who are you? You're friends of me for how long? 20 years this year. 20 years. Poor guy. 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. We love anniversaries. Heather is almost as old as your friendship. It is. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) And Mila Jovovich and Cuffs is nowhere close. Right. A quarter of that. Nowhere close. Nowhere close. She was pretty hot, though, at 15. <laughs> In those, those very young movies. Uh, there is something I wanted to start off with, because I know we said we'd talk about horror movies tonight. Horror. Horror, horror movies. Horror. We would speak about horror films We did evening. touch upon it last week, We though. did, but I wanted I have something, introduce something to you. But this week, I have to divert, we had controversy with uh, legendary filmmaker Martin Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Talking said that marvel was not cinema in his in his eyes uh and a lot of people got upset about it and uh you know theandre and i we went to towson together we did film together so we used to be film snobs walking around going mm, mm, cinema mm. <laughs> but is that exactly what you said that, i'm impressed that's close it's not, it? far. It's c- not c- far cinema i prefer cinema um <laughs> And yet we'd watch Monster Squad, but that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, but is Marvel is cinema? I understand what he's saying. I think he talks about the spectacle. It's like a circus was kind of what he was getting at. Um, everybody just took it way too personally, and they thought that they were just insult. He was insulting their favorite movie. But maybe the Marvel movies weren't made for Martin Scorsese. Mm. Well, but maybe he's saying. That the Marvel movies and the whole circus, in this case, that it has created has pushed out your, you know, little independent movies that don't get a chance. And But on the other hand, those have now moved to like Netflix and other streaming services where you can get the create. The creators are getting their content out. It's just different ways. Too now. much content. Too much. But then again, you go to a movie theater now. It's a recliner. You yes. Can, you can order like steaks. Yes. <laughs> Bourbon. Is that not what we've been hoping for? That's what we always wanted. The old film movie experience was sitting well, in a chair that hurt your back and you left and, and you couldn't feel your and ass. And for some reason, like the back row was lower than the, the front row. Yeah. So you were, and you, everything was blocked. And it smelled horrible in there. You're walking, literally walking on popcorn like it's like a desert. The, yeah, the floor was sticky. The walls were sticky. It was disgusting. Was sti- and now it's clean and nice. But let me rewind. Martin Scorsese is saying that Scorsese or Marty, Scorsese. Scorsese I, don't I want to talk to the film hey, guys here. Hold on. Is, he's a real, the real Martin Scorsese. He's the next Martin Scorsese. Do you know what movie that was from? No. That was from Singles. The Cameron Crowe cinema. <laughs> cinema. <laughs> I was wondering how you said it because you do Scorsese. say you, you do say Reese Reese Cup, which I'm still Reese. I'm still baffled on. Yeah. That. Well, it's kind of like my favorite actress Reese's Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, that was good. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, Martin Scor- Scorsese, he originally had some comments, and then he tried to clear it up later in the week. And later in the week, he says that those films are more of like going to an amusement park, is what he said. Right. Okay. But sit back and watch some of the, Mar- some of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is 
a complete carnival ride, mm-hmm. but some have serious depth. And one example for, for me personally is Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Civil War is very dark, and so is Winter Soldier. Two dark films. Um, they are very, the Winter Soldier is more of a political thriller. Civil War sort of is as well. But they are great films. If you would take those films out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe franchise and you name the character something else, they would be beloved just as they are being Captain America films. Mm -hmm. So I think that he, I believe Martin Scorsese, Martin (laughs) Scorsese, the Marty one, um, Marty. Hey, Marty. I believe that uh, Martin Scorsese has not watched all of these films. I believe that he's watching commercials for the films and he's speaking based off commercials because if you watch the commercials for Infinity War and Endgame, both films look like, and when you go see Infinity War especially, it is just constant dazzle. Like it's just a lot happening, a lot of special well, they, effects. They were circus. They really were. But a, Endgame it, it was an event. Sort of. Yeah. But Endgame had a lot of depth to it too. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, as Iron Man, Tony Stark, at the beginning of that film, when he's skinny and frail, his portrayal of being upset at, at his friend, the guy who was supposed to be there, the how that was acted, I believe, deserves an award. Well, he's a good actor. Well, Robert Downey Jr. is a good actor, though. Right. But but I'm I'm saying Even I'm for talking Star- no okay we're talking about Robert Downey Jr. He's a good right. actor yes I'm talking in a Marvel fucking movie Ooh. he deserves Ooh. an wow. award that's Whoa. my opinion sorry I want to use it I want to use that word T- I T- had to throw one in there T what do you let's let's hear your Chris is we're we're just talking too much go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no I agree with you 100 percent I think there's I'm so glad we had him talk <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, narrative thread that really shines. If you have seen all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, it benefits you seeing that scene in Endgame because there's a narrative thread that goes through all those movies where you understand where Robert Downey Jr. is coming from in that scene of his betrayal towards Cap. And you feel it. Now, going back to your point about Marty, we'll just call him Marty. The Marty one. (laughs) The Marty one. Is I agree with you. I don't think he's watched all those movies. To him, he's probably just seen the trailers and it's a lot of flash and bang. Sure. And to him, that's not cinema, you know. But I don't begrudge him his opinion. No, everybody has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. I also agree some of my favorite Marvel movies are the Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Again, there's a thread that goes through all those that make those movies even better if you've been following the story of these characters absolutely and it gives you so much more impact and that's what i like the most about the marvel cinematic universe as a fan is that Endgame almost paid off an impossible debt of paying off all those subplots oh and, yeah and every time i watch it i pick up something like oh that was in that movie that yes. one little line that one little line everything pays off from there i i really think that we used to talk about this back in the day at Taos and whatever is that there's Film and there's movies. You know, Citizen Kane is film. That's what you sort of taught, too. You know, <laughs> um, Clerks is a movie. Marvel Cinematic Universe, movie. Even yeah. though uh, it's, it's but, cinema but, is in it. But it doesn't make it any less enjoyable. If you're going into right. it and you're enjoying it, that's all that matters. Yeah, we were also snobby back then. It we was were like also 20... snobby. <laughs> we were... <laughs> We were we're in our early twenties. Well, the way that like, Martin yeah. Scorsese said it, it almost sounded like he's saying these films are built for dumb people. That's kind of how I read that. 
it was almost like these movies are not movies, the ones that I make. Mm. I make I make real film, right? I make films. These guys are making these dumb fucking superhero mm. movies. I just and nobody's going to care about them in ten years. I but think. I, but I but I think that these movies will hold yeah. their weight. But again, the, the context of what he spoke about, they were talking about the Irishman being on Netflix and not mm. being in the movie because this is like his big, you know, three hour opus. It's got uh, Robert De Niro. It's got I almost said Robert Downey. But was Robert that a, Downey? Arrow. But was that a budgetary <laughs> reason? I mean, could he get more? No, I just, by releasing it on Netflix. I, he just I think he just took that Netflix money. That's yeah. what everyone everyone's at Netflix. Money. It's a better deal. It's a better payday. <laughs> well, for it's them. like, wait a minute, I get like full autonomy, creative control, and and right. I get to just do whatever I want. Sure, he doesn't have to edit down a three hour right. mob movie. Well, Netflix needs shit like that right now because Disney Plus is coming, baby. <laughs> That's right. And it's gonna kick its ass big time. But hey, NBC has The Office, so look out. <laughs> but Robert Downey Jr. was actually asked this question on Howard. Oh, yeah, and he just they're just like, is it cinema? And he goes, well, it was in it was in a movie. It was in the cinemas. It was in a movie right. theater. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And he's Robert Downey Jr. is a pretty smart guy. I mean, yeah. of course, he's not going to blast Martin Scorsese on Howard Stern's show, but <laughs> hey, in a roundabout way, he's like this guy. Who gives a shit? Who cares? He has his own opinion. Who cares? Well, you know what? Robert Downey Jr. himself is making what seven figures or mm-hmm. nine? No, nine. Fi- He's making a lot of money. They back up an armored truck to his house. They did. He was just like, sure. I was sleeping in in some stranger's (laughs) baby's crib on a bender, and now I'm making nine figures. Now he's the real Tony Stark. Now he's actually Tony Tony Stark. Stark. Working robotics. Who wants to do the Geppetto movie. I know. He wants to do the Geppetto movie. I I know. He's also Dr. Doolittle. And he's Dr. Doolittle. And by the way, I gotta say something here. I really like the trailer. I listen. You can you can hurt me and and think I'm horrible, but I just love that trailer. Yeah, but is that really cinema? <laughs> no, that's just a movie. <laughs> now, kill, let's talk about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's cinema. That is a fantastic film. <laughs> I get more out of it every time I watch it. Yeah, and I've watched it several times. Have, now. You, have you watched a, a team Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I haven't in a long time, but yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it exists. It's a movie. It's not a. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. That's all I can say. About well, it was ridiculous. It was. It was exactly what the title tells you. Yeah, there was no. You like... know, going in, it's killer clowns from outer space. Well, wait a minute. This thing's gonna be wait a crazy. minute. It pays all those debts right there. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. There it was go, sort of done. like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Was right. about killer tomatoes attacking people. Right. Silly movie, by the way. Who remembers? Show of hands. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Anybody? Heather? I never watched it, but I've heard of it. There was also a Does cartoon. Does that count? That counts enough. I remember I'll the Saturday it. morning cartoon. Even the trailer's funny and silly mm-hmm. and having fun. Um, but it's not the time for silly fun. It's the time for horror and being scared. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> being scared. And so I want to talk about horror movies because I this I've been clamoring to watch... Uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street movies, mm-hmm. and I didn't watch them. So, but I'm clamoring <laughs> to watch them because you remember, like the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it scared the the bejesus out of me. Well, you don't remember it scaring me, but it, <laughs> no, you, I was there. I you watched you. There. You were there. I was a baby. You were there. You were five, and I'm like, who are you? And you anyway. Too much dick. <laughs> But I remember that movie being scary as hell because you know he's coming out of the bed and you know. Well, the... he was he was not the one liner Freddy yet. 
He wasn't. And exactly. then by the time evil, Dark Freddy. By the time Freddy's dead comes around the final nightmare, he's just, you know, on a broom quoting the wicked witch of the Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Take my you. wife, please. I'll yeah. get you my pretties. He still had some good lines though in the first one. Oh sure he did. Did he have any lines in the first yeah. one? Yeah. Did he? You shouldn't fall asleep in class. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, but it wasn't just like, oh, you're playing video games? Well, here's a video game of death. But they were way more menacing because he was portrayed as something to be afraid of. Yes. yes. So, yeah, it's a joke, but it's still terrifying because you just saw what he did or what he was about to do. And you had no idea. Right. Mm-hmm. And the person being dragged around a room and mm-hmm. on the ceiling and stuff and blood. Which is in the first 15 minutes yes. of the movie. And you had never seen anything it's, like that in the movie before. Yeah, it, it scared. Like that, I think. Because you have your your cornerstones of the, the 80s horror. You have horror. You have Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh-huh. You have uh, uh, Friday the 13th. Yep. Halloween. Halloween. Well, it was 70s, but I, I still throw that in the 80s because they made the most of their sequels there. Chucky. And Child's Play is another one. Um, That's what I want. So you want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. I want to watch Child's Play. Hmm. So I bought the second and third one. So we can watch it, and I'm crossing my fingers I can get them in before Halloween. Why aren't we watching the first one? We're doing the I podcast watched, right I watched, now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I watched the first one last year, and I, I so? it's still fresh in my mind. I don't feel like I need to go back and watch I it. Watch the, the second one, one, I really like the second one out of all three of them. Did we see the remake? No, and I, I'm not really pressed to. It, it, Mark Hamill as Chucky. Who gives a shit? I mean, who I it, do. It was what? Mark Hamill was Chucky. Oh, he was. Yeah, I didn't even he know played that. the voice and. Yeah. <clears throat> Who doesn't want to see Han Solo as Chucky? Han Solo. <laughs> I think Heather oh, was making okay, a joke. Yeah, okay, good, good <laughs> joke. Oh, wow. Either that or she realized her mistake was like, just kidding, guys. Well, speaking <laughs> of horror, uh, Heather is the big horror fan. In in this relationship, actually, in this room, she's really? probably the bigger horror fan. She she just watched a show on Netflix that she loved that she will not shut up about. I can't, In fact, I can't I get it. her to stop. The, in fact, the fact that when you brought up horror that she didn't say something about it, it's still shocking. Well, well now it's a sub- don't interrupt like you. Oh, oh. Marianne. That's okay. I Listen, Mary- I get burned all the time. <laughs> Marianne. Yeah, yeah, it's called Marianne. What is that? Tell me. It's based off the character from Gilly Gazelle. <laughs> is it really? No, it's not. I was intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> you said what? Um, the movie star? Can you explain it in It's under a deconstruction one of Gilly Gazelle. No, I cannot. You're asking just, a lot just, for me. Just explain enough to get us excited okay it's about this mm. i already want to kill hard. myself yeah me i want to die <laughs> me too. i want to die and that's horrible <laughs> yeah. horrifying right here it is um, so it's about this horror author who writes these books about this woman called marianne and you don't really know what the book is about but you sort of fo- you follow her back to her hometown and all these creepy things are happening and it turns out Marianne is doing these things. Hmm. But she's writing about Marianne. And Marianne possesses people and like wants her to continue to write. And so to fight Marianne, she was sort of like, fuck that. I'm not writing anymore. And really bad shit started to happen. So... I don't know. It sort of keeps you guessing the whole time. It's And it's a French... It's French. Yeah, it's, it's originally done in French and it's dubbed over and it's shitty. Yeah, it looks like shit. They sound they just sound horrible. So they don't even give you the the opportunity to watch with uh, subtitles. They're just like They no. do. Oh. They do give you the opportunity to watch with subtitles. Oh, that's nice. 
But the automatic thing is that they just dub it. Is it like the bad voiceovers? Like, oh, the, like yeah. the old, the old kung fu. Mo- Marianne, like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Marianne, you should really, you should stop that right now. <laughs> she's what are you coming doing, <laughs> Yeah, like if she's running and like shouting at the same time, she doesn't sound out of breath. She's like, "Oh no, don't catch up to me, Marianne." <laughs> don't catch up to me. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> it is creepy as shit, though. I mean, I. I was watching it when Chris wasn't home, and I would like gasp. It it really creeped you had me out. gas. <laughs> no, it was the gaspel cast. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Also... So I'm now I'm intrigued. You actually have sold me on this. Oh God, really? Yeah. Thanks. You have sold me on it. Wow. We're we're also watching American Horror Story 1984, mm-hmm. which is becoming interesting we're only a couple episodes in i think they've only released four or five episodes now that that show hasn't gotten old yet no because every season is a new story mm-hmm. a brand new so it's, it's yeah, an different, anthology thing yeah different genres so, and or um not genre this season yeah, yeah this themes. season themes takes, that's what i'm looking this for. season takes place in 1984 mm-hmm. and it's a slasher thing but as the show progresses you're learning there's something completely different going on it's you. You're set up to think it's a slasher, but it's not. It's turning yeah. into something. I don't know what it's turning into. I'm only on episode three, but whatever it is, it's building up to something big. You think it's a slash, but it's actually it's going to turn out to be Axel. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank you. You're yeah. in the jungle, baby. You're so funny. You're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot of people spoken, are dying. Spoken word, Guns and Roses. Is Lady is? Oh, Miley Cyrus is in this season, right? She or, is. Or no, am I thinking of a different right. show? I'm uh, thinking of Black Mirror. No, you're thinking Black I'm thinking Mirror. Black yeah. Mirror. Is the Lady Gaga in this one? No. No, no Lady Gaga. Not Black Mirror with since. Miley Cyrus is really good. Yeah. I was shocked. A Not, lot of people say it wasn't. Miley Cyrus. But I liked it. I loved it. I thought it was great. That was like the lowest rated episode, I think, in that season. Oh, poor Miley. What do, what do I you? Thought it was good. What are you watching? Whew, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm a little backlog. The kids You're kinda... backed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a young. You have a youngin. Yeah, like an actual youngin. Yeah, youngin. So it kind of cuts into my uh, show watching time. But I've been. I'm still trying to finish Stranger Things. I definitely finished The Boys. That was amazing. Oh, oh I yes. love The Boys. That. <laughs> um, that was awesome. Yeah, it really. Who was? Let me ask you this. Who was your favorite? Uh, my favorite character in the entire show was. Um, homelander that's my that's my that actor was phenomenal yeah he really played that sociopath smiling guy one second it was just amazing that weird the weird uh (laughs) the weird nursing scene oh yeah (laughs) i like how you called it a weird nursing scene it was a yeah yeah. (laughs) um, well some of the cinema that i watch has has very very uh, it's not like the normal nursing scene you sound like jean-claude van damme every every time you i have a cinema cinema (laughs) but i will say my favorite is always i've always been a big carl urban fan Mm -hmm. and uh if you've ever read the boys comic book the character of billy the butcher he always has this I can only describe it as a shit-eating, sinister grin. Mm-hmm. And Carl Urban captures that because every time you look at him, you can tell he's up to something. Now, you read the comics as well. Yeah. Uh, my friend Alex, uh, who has been on, on Heroic Nonsense, he has mentioned that this is one of the rare instances where the the adaptation blows the source material away because the source material is just sort of shock value for shock value. And not as like the TV show does a better job with it. What do you think about that? 
<laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> now! <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> you know um, he'll be listening in his And he'll be listening and yelling. <laughs> as, a, as a fan of both, I've never been one of those people that needs an adaption of a TV show from a comic book or whatever to be exactly the same, because mm-hmm. I've already read the comic book. Because mm-hmm. then what's the point? of watching if I know every twist and turn that comes. As long as it stays true right. to the theme and spirit of the and tone right. of the original book, I'm cool with it. I like the differences that they made in the show, but I think a lot of that really came from budgetary reasons. Because mm-hmm. the comic book is straight up take Marvel, DC comics, make them real, and make all those superheroes you know and love psycho assholes. Mm-hmm. And it's powers and stuff all over the place. Like Homelander. Right. <laughs> They saved up the money for the Homelander parts, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they definitely wanted to tell more of a grounded story. Mm-hmm. So I found that it, they had to focus more on story and character. And I think that's why so many people gravitated to it. Because they were like, I really buy into all these characters, their motivation, why they're doing the things that they do. And, it, and let's not lie, they definitely still dipped into that shock factor. Oh sure! Aspect oh yeah! On the show, you know they they weren't shying away from that. Someone's uh, eyes were burning. Let's yeah, just put the, it that the way. dolphin. Oh the dolphin! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, the deeps. His side stories were just like like he's disconcerting. Like, the, like when he's with the woman, he brings back That's to his a, place. That, that scene really freaked me out. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Which one? Where he's getting fingered. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to say bristle fins. I didn't want to say they were. <laughs> but she's doing that, and then she's like, oh, man, that I, that was too much. And then him rescuing the dolphin, and then with everybody hurts playing. All right. and, don't, and don't forget talking to the lobster, oh trying to free God. the lobster. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he kills it. He was such a, so pathetic, and it, he's so funny. Oh, anyway. That was good. I love I love that show, <laughs> I and I, I actually it. want to revisit it and watch it all mm-hmm. over again. I like that it was only eight episodes. I've mentioned that this before, nice. and I think that's what drew me to yeah. it the most. Because like, you want to watch the show, I'm like, oh, how long? Eight episodes? That's less than eight hours. Let's do this. It's, yeah, we got this. Right. What's this other show? Oh, it's the new season of Daredevil. It's 130 oh, hours God. or no, hey. 13 hours. Hey. No, no. Hey. Daredevil's was good. Daredevil was good, but I agree. If it needs to be. Oh, they could have told. They could have. Every Marvel series could have told their damn story. I've been over this, but they could tell their story eight, yeah. eight hours. They, they drag it out big time. There's they always did. fluff. Yeah, Man. whole side stories and. Ugh. You did mention Stranger Things. That is probably, in my opinion, the best season of Stranger Things I think I've seen so yes. far. Three. Uh, yeah, it's definitely the best for me. I really mm-hmm. liked the first season. I absolutely hated the second season i didn't there see was the just something about season. it i just couldn't get on board with it i've tried watching it like three or four times mm-hmm. i did finish it but it was like while cleaning the third season though i was stuck that we watched that in like two days didn't we we watched it that one really pretty quick fast. yeah we watched that pretty fast we watched stranger things season one i think in one day wow no I wasn't it, it was like a, a day and a half or something yeah, some we, oh like, your story's changing now yeah, huh we watched them <laughs> really we started fast, in like saturday evening and we watched all the way up to like one o'clock in the morning and we're like holy crap we need to like go, we need to, go to bed <laughs> but i was obsessed with stranger things season one i thought it was just such a great idea and a great show it's nice to have something that is original yeah i, I hate that we're adapting everything and remaking, which is why I don't want to watch that Chucky movie mm-hmm. because that was a movie that didn't need to be remade, in yeah, my opinion. I don't think Stranger Things can exist without everything from the 80s, though, at all. It definitely has um, material it's, it's to that weird, pull from. It's that new subgenre 
of just nostalgia. It, nostalgia. It just taking everything that you love and just like, hey guys, you love this. You love it. Here's something that's just like ready play it's ready player one. Well they had me by the balls because I I love e- anything eighties, music, everything. Mm-hmm. I love eighties. Yeah. That's yeah, like dude, my favorite. But I, Stranger Things did like bring I think it brought eighties horror back into back. the spotlight, which was I think the purest form of horror, even with all of its um no longer appropriate language. <laughs> I will uh, have to debate you on that topic. Oh my god! At a, at, a, at a later point, but um, Stranger Things, I think was at its best when it was telling. It, you were meeting the characters. The characters were great. They hooked you in. And yeah. The, when it was telling its own story, and then the first season was that perfect mix. It was so unique of the nostalgia for the '80s things, but it could stand on its own two feet with its own story it was telling. And I think they also got back to that with season three. I agree with you. Season two is forgettable. Yeah, it's really and it was kind of boring. It was very boring. And it's season boring. three, I think, got back to even the whole subplot. That whole like you're growing up and your friends are finding girls yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, like they didn't have to touch on that. Yeah, but they do, and it made it more real. Yes, and, agreed. And then you care about the characters again. Yeah. And, and that's so funny you're saying that. I didn't even think about that when I when I'm sitting here telling you I really like season mm-hmm. three. You're you're right on the money with that. Right. And yeah, that's not nostalgia at all. That's just you having love for these characters and want to know, want to see what's how you want to see them stay together because you've seen them since they're little kids. Right. Yeah. Together. And they're all grown up. Well, they're more grown up now. Right. Uh, but I think they're stopping at the next season. Am I right about that? Or a season after? I heard like, there's definitely going to be a season four. I don't know yeah, if it's maybe two more seasons that are coming. I can't remember. I think they. I didn't hear anything about when they're stopping. Okay. I always think you should stop while you're ahead. I agree. On yeah. TV shows. Yeah. Because you, you risk, with the exception of like, I don't know, Breaking like Breaking Bad ended at a good time. Perfect. Yeah. Better Call Saul is going to probably end at a good time. Game of Thrones probably either needed two extra years or should have stopped <laughs> before that. Yeah, it's those type at of at least day. four or five extra episodes, <laughs> at least or ten at the end of that. Another year, <laughs> or just you know take your time. The shows get a little long in the tooth. Yeah, it's like they heard they heard me talking about how these Marvel shows could be shorter, and they're like, "Well, we can make Game of Thrones." No, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I wasn't. To- I was talking to them. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Well, so horror, we're close to Halloween, so horror is like the, on the forefront of my mind right now. Mm-hmm. What are movies that you guys love to watch during the Halloween season? Like, what is what are your like top films that you have to watch right around Halloween? I'm, you know what? You're the guest. You're the guest, so you're going to go first. You can Steve. do three. Sure. Why not top three? Yeah, do, okay. your, do, do your top three. Top three. My top three horror movies of all time is John Carpenter's The Thing. George Ooh. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Yes. And I'm going to go with Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween. This guy deserves a, a medal because I pretty much am on the same exact <laughs> wavelength with you there, especially Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead is so well done and amazing. And I do want to remind or let you guys know and the audience that Dawn of the Dead is a 4K on YouTube for free. Really? I don't know how okay. they're doing it. I don't All I don't, 4Ks. All four. Um, but I watched it months ago Better on YouTube. Better than the damn 3Ks. Mm. <laughs> well, not, we don't need four those. G, four Gs, four Ks. That's <laughs> what I wanted. I watched it months ago 
on YouTube and it was a really shitty old version. And in fact, I don't even think they transferred it properly. It was so horrible. Mm-hmm. And then my mother contacted me and was like, you need to go on YouTube. I just found it. It's, it's like the clearest I think I've ever seen the movie. And I went and watched it. And I, I watched, I've watched it like I think three times already. Does she work for back. the 4K industry? She does. She's yeah. like, hey. She's hey. like being... They had a gun to her head. They're just like, tell him to watch it. You should watch the 4K of Tony Dead <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, you upset? This must be so exciting for you. Yes. Well, here, I just wanted to tell the link to get to the video. It's www.youtube.com slash M478. Wait, is it? I'm, I'm stuck at HTTP colon backslash backslash. Or is it forward slash? It could be. This is the slash, the forward slasher film. All right. So the thing you're mm-hmm. saying is number one. Correct. Give me three good reasons why it's number one. No problem. I can tell you. Oh, he's on it. I'm. I'm on the case. <laughs> this buddy. is my new segment called Three uh, Good Reasons. There should have been like something pre. Oh my god, there, he wrote something. He did. So let's go. Three good reasons. First and, Shit, f- I didn't. First and foremost, <laughs> hold on. He just pulled out a bl- a blackboard. And he, it's on, it's, he has chalk with it, and he right. has it all written out already. Don't forget the thumbtacks with the strings. Yeah, yeah. It's all connected. It's all, it's all connected. <laughs> and then it's all after, connected. And then after follow the, follow uh, the money. Well, <laughs> anybody that knows John Car- Carpenter knows that he's just a master of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that movie, the, the paranoia, the tension he creates with just like his shot compositions and, and the uh, soundtrack of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie starts off, it's just... The whites of Antarctica, and a helicopter chasing after a husky, and you have no idea why they're chasing it, but the acting saying that there's something wrong going on, and it's just he he's a he's always been a master of show don't tell, and he slowly starts conveying the story through that, and the soundtrack is foreboding. So you knowing nothing going into it, you're I like what I love about horror movies. I like a, a movie to make me feel uneasy. Yes. I like to sit there and kind of not feel comfortable. And that movie sets the tone immediately. Mm-hmm. You are uncomfortable, but you're also drawn in. Yeah. You, you, you got to find out what's going on. Now, that soundtrack, the score was done by Ennio Morricone, right? Very good. Yeah. Very good. Did you go to film school? I might have, yes. Hey. <laughs> I just know that some of his leftover music from The Thing was used in The Hateful Eight. Very true. Yes. Very true. Um, also, there... Tapping into what you're saying about 70s, 80s, 80s movies is the cast. They will never cast a horror movie now like they do, like they did then. The cast was kind of an everyman type of cast. Nowadays, they're afraid to have someone look normal in a movie. Yeah. Everybody, the, you know, the blue collar garbage man, you know, <laughs> is, you know, a... A model. It's aesthetic. John Hamm. Yeah, it's John, it's John Hamm. Yeah, you know. I'm a garbage. It's man. the most beautiful man you've ever seen in your life, you know. And but back then they weren't afraid to cast people that look like the people you see every day, which I feel adds an extra level of tension. Yeah, because it's, it's the everyday, and yeah. plus no one's a superstar. So well, you can't you still had you still had Kurt Russell. You had Kurt Russell. Beautiful blue eyed Kurt Russell. Yeah. With a big <laughs> big beard. beard. Yeah. You know. Um that guy can grow facial hair. He My can. God. He really My can. Yeah. There was also something else you won't ever see. There was also there was no female cast in that, which kind of sometimes a horror movie tries to shoehorn like love interests and stuff like that in there. Oh yeah, right about you that. Know? Yeah. 
And with the all-male cast, you didn't have that. So you, you couldn't start predicting anything like that. There was no, at the time, the height of the final girl or anything like that. You really had, you had no idea who it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, uh, the effects. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands down, Rob Botton. I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. Botton, Botine, something like that. Mm-hmm. You are going to see things you have never seen before in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, with the effects that are just going to blow your mind to this day. Movie's 30-plus years old. And if any of you seen, did you guys see the 2011 thing? Yeah, movie? it was... I did. Remake, reboot, prequel. Garbage. Garbage, exactly. Was it called Thingy? Thingy. <laughs> <laughs> the Thingy. The Thingy. Um, they kept the name the same, did they not? They did. And if you don't mind, I'd go on a little rant yeah. about that. <laughs> sure. I'm not fooled. They say it was a prequel to the movie. Yes. That, that you're going to find out what happened to the Norwegian station before. Right. Basically, they were trying to have their cake and eat it, too. If you were a fan of the thing, you were like, oh, let me go see this, how you guys may butcher this thing movie. It came out 30 plus years later. So there's a whole other generation that knows nothing about John Carpenter's The Thing. So to them, it's just watching The Thing again. Sure. That's all it is with modern effects. That looked terrible. Did it do Absolutely well? horrible. Um, there's no sequel to it. I didn't. And, um, I, here's this bad. I didn't know they remade it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's a scene where a guy's head splits open. Yes. And I was sitting there completely unimpressed because it was just CGI. And yep. I sat there and go, CGI. It was okay. chock full of CGI. Chock full of CGI. But there's that exact same scenes in the original where you will gasp when you see it because somebody had to physically make that yes. and do that effect. And you sit there wondering, how do you do It that? actually looks real. It actually looks real, which makes it even grosser. Yes. And more terrifying. And more tangible. Um, no, it did not do well. It was $38 million budget. Box office, $31.5 million. <laughs> it didn't do well. <laughs> so, we didn't get more thingy. There's no more thing. They won't have things. Things. <laughs> things. <laughs> well, and you could attribute it to a lot of things. The CGI. A lot of things. things uh-huh. The CGI definitely has a lot to do with it for me. I, the story was no good either, but mm-hmm. if, if you... You can tell in newer films they're doing a lot more practical than they've ever mm-hmm. done, which is what what I want to see. The new Star Wars films, especially Seven, they used a lot of practical you're effects right, in that, right. and that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They really need to stick to doing that because CGI, if it isn't done well, when it's done well, you get Jurassic Park. Right. When it isn't done well, you get things like the remake of The Thing. If we get better at the CGI, even moments in Infinity War and Endgame, I would say more in Infinity War, there are some scenes in it where your eyes, you know, are not fooled. And mm-hmm. you're watching this thing and you're like, that's obviously bullshit, totally fake. It doesn't mm-hmm. look real at all. Like when you Doctor watch... Strange portals open. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right. But if you watch <laughs> Jurassic Park and the T-Rex, especially mm-hmm. back then, that looked like it was something that could come out of the screen at you. And get you. Which yeah. was absolutely incredible. The fact that that movie released in 93. But the yeah. thing definitely... If they use practical effects, I would that would be a movie I might revisit. But the fact that they use CG throughout the entire thing, nope. You're not seeing anything you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. I, I have a Blu-ray copy of, of the thing, the original, from for two years now, and I haven't. I've been missing it. my Blu-ray copy of the thing. Well, no, I bought this. So unless Amazon, <laughs> unless Amazon went to your house and was like, hmm, he's not using it, I'll take this. Damn you, Jeff Bezos! <laughs> <laughs> Heather, have you ever watched the thing before? 
A long time ago. You did? Yeah. You don't remember it at all? Not much. See, that's a movie we should totally revisit. I would like to. Yeah, because I think you would really enjoy it considering you love horror. The Mm -hmm. cool thing about the thing is it falls in the horror genre and also in the sci-fi genre. Right. Very similar to the original Alien film, Mm -hmm. which which is another great... I consider that a horror film, too. That's another really good film. Well, why don't you give us your top three, Chris? Uh, top three for me, I, I would say for sure it would be Dawn of the Dead would be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween mm-hmm. and Day of the Dead. Mm. I, I love a very zomb- underappreciated movie. I love that was good. I did like Day I of love the zombie Dead. films. I love anything zombie, really. Mm-hmm. That movie, I just watched it the other day again. And I can't get enough of it. I've talked about this many times. That was a movie my mom made me watch as a kid and it scared me to sh- your to mom shit. is awesome by the way she scared me she scared me to, to to no end with that film and i slept in on their floor and in their bed for years after that uh sorry mom and dad you couldn't have any fun time um but that movie my top three three reasons why uh i probably won't get as deep with him three good reasons three good reasons um the music in the film is the most eerie fucking mm. music I've heard ever. We're talking in any day. Film. We're talking day of. We the are dead talking here. day of the dead. Okay. It is the creepiest music, and in fact, I, when I read in, um, reviews and things, the music actually is something that a lot of people complain about for some reason. That's like one of the things. Mm-hmm. I think it adds to it in this really eerie way and apparently that was one of the last minute things they had come up with was the music mm-hmm. and i think even back then they weren't really sure of it but george romero was like oh okay we'll go ahead and use this um the special effects in the film is are, are fantastic there were scenes in dawn of the dead where they're ripping people apart and being eaten in day of the dead it is literally no pun intended night and day mm-hmm. uh the the hey, graphic scenes where they're the one thing that always stands out with that movie in the kill scenes is where the zombies are pulling the guy's throat, and when they rip it, his vocal cords, vocal I guess, cord are being stretched. split, oh. and he goes, ah, like mm. that, and it like kind of raises. That freaked me out as a kid. I mean, I was beside myself. As a kid, how about as an adult? <laughs> now, as an adult, not as much, because I know what's real and what's fake, right. but back then as a kid, you know, you're kind of questioning the effects some of the stuff. V- definitely airing on the side of real um, on that. And then the other third or third reason is the actor that played the um, was he like a lieutenant or a sergeant? He the, the like the main villain, I guess, in the movie. He was a Rhodes. military guy. That guy was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, they said that he would get in people's faces and scream and stuff like that. Was it he, method or was he just like method? Actually, oh, okay, apparently from what I was watching. But he, well, uh, I watched the um, a making of thing. But he just screams and hollers throughout the entire film, and he just sounds like a nut job. He's one of the best parts of the the whole thing. If if you if you ever go back, have you watched it in a while, Jason? It's been a few years. I, I suggest going back and revisiting that one. It's it's such a good movie. It's hard for me to say what's better, Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead, because they both are they're different. They're very much the same, but they they are very different. Um, and I love not just that. the time of the day it takes place. Correct. Um, <laughs> what I love also is later on they came out with Land of the Dead, mm-hmm. which a lot of people didn't like, but I happen to love it. I love that movie because they actually revisit sort of like the underground bunker scene a little bit 
where they walk into a room and it's pitch black and the zombies are eating. And the one scene in that movie is they're pulling a guy's tongue out of his, his like head's back and they pull his tongue out of his mouth and it is, and all this blood and stuff starts pouring out, but it is so wild looking, but I, I love day of the dead so much. So if I see anything day of the dead, I'm happy and stranger things, before we go to Heather, Stranger Things actually has music from Day of the Dead because they're in an underground bunker, mm-hmm. the Russian underground bunker. And I remember hearing that music while watching that season. And I told Heather, I said, I cannot believe this. They played Day of the Dead music. It blew my mind. They also go to the theater to watch it. Yes, they do. Exactly. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. And did that, it, they had outdoor scenes during the day during that, correct? Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, at the that's, beginning. That's, it starts off with them in a helicopter and they're looking for survivors because it's pretty much bleak. They can't find anybody. Day, daytime zombies. It starts out in like what looks to be somewhere in Florida. Right. Because I believe that's where it's supposed to be taking place. I believe that's where they filmed too. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one scene at the beginning of Day of the Dead where they're like calling like, hey, anybody out there? And then the zombies start coming out. And there's a scene where an alligator comes out. And apparently the two zombies with the alligator are the alligator handlers. And they said the alligator was going really crazy on set and it was actually kind of worrying them. If you watch the movie, the alligator is humongous. It looks like a dinosaur. They are dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm fascinated by it. It's huge. They'll just be like they show videos like a golf course and there's just big dinosaur just walking across it. And everyone's just like, oh, look at the alligator. I'm like, it's a dinosaur. Just call it a dinosaur. Just like a hippo. Hippo and Ryan. They're all dinosaurs. We did just happen to make it. There's the small dinosaurs. They're like, finally, those those big fuckers. Minisaurs. Those big fuckers are gone now. Yeah. Minisaurs. It's the time of the, the rhino. Minisaurs reminds me of something else. Kind of gross. Heather, what is your top three? Um, I'm really grossed out. I need a second to process that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the tongue thing or the minis? Never mind. The minisaurs. Yeah, I don't like that. Me either. um so number three probably the bride of chucky as weird as that is sorry okay i i just have to say quickly that her top three reasons will come from that i really love that movie as as the and as some of the customers from suncoast used to call it chucky brides (laughs) back in the day so shout out to chucky brides um candy man and Nightmare Ooh. on Elm Street. Good so choices. It's Nightmare on Elm Street number one. Yeah. All right. So you got to mm. talk to me about. I need to have three good reasons why Chucky Brides is on that list. Give me three good reasons. For the record, for, that I, one? for Chucky Brides. No! Yes. For the record, no. I can't wait for that. <laughs> Top three reasons. And it could be any reasons, Heather. Because it's corny as shit. It's not, That's but the it can number be, one. Uh, corny as shit. Number, number one. one. We're one down. Three like good reasons. Scene. Number one. <laughs> number one. The mirror scene. Do you remember that? No. no. we have. Uh, I, I don't remember that film at all. I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, I'm not to, spoiling What happens in the, window, when, uh, the, the mirror scene? No, no. Just tell us. <laughs> you don't have to show us. I can't. Don't go for your phone. Just explain what happens. Can you not explain? Have you been to kindergarten? Is have that, you or have you not been to kindergarten? By the way, I'm holding the mic to her face. Who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> it, it is creepy. Well, what's so creepy about it? The, the mirror the mirror cuts a guy oh. really bad. Not in half, though? No, not in half. He doesn't get halved? 
Ah. It cuts a really. But that's okay. No, but that's okay. I mean, that's all we he's need. Just, we don't need anything. Okay, it that's cuts the guy. Remember, he's like, this is ah. audio, not video. Well, <laughs> I know. I wanted to show you. Okay, but that's okay. I'll watch it later. All right, so that's number two. Now, number three. What was number one? Oh, because it's corny. It's corny. Corny as shit. Corny. Yeah, corny. And mirror, then... Someone cuts themselves in a mirror. By the way, I love your reason. Gets cut. I love your reasons for your favorite film. There's a there's a piece of glass you know, that it, cuts a guy. Not, it's not my. It's not necessarily my favorite for like being the best. It's my. It's it's one that I want to watch this season because I like it, okay. and I want to watch it. Or you need one more. What's reason, reason three? I don't know. Reason the third. Because. I'm gonna give dolls you... creep me out. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you an audible here. You ready? Mm-hmm. Back uh, in the, I think it was Towson Commons was still around. Um, a friend of mine was in the movie theater, and John Waters was walking by, and he was all excited because he was going to go see Bride of Chucky. <laughs> because John Waters was going to go see Bride of Chucky? Yeah, oh, okay. so John Waters loves the Chucky Brides as much as everybody else. Well, look at that, Heather. You and John Waters have something in common. <laughs> a Baltimore legend. Didn't we see Pecker up there? I saw no, Pecker. we saw it at the Senator. The Senator. Yeah. yeah. You saw what at the Senator? <laughs> I saw his We Pecker. watched, uh, we, we watched gay porn over at uh, the Towson Commons. No, and John Waters made a movie called Pecker. And I was at the world. I was at the world premiere of that. Was that Edward Furlong? That was nope. okay. Yeah, I thought I remember that film. He wasn't Eddie. He was Edward. Yeah. Edward, not Eduardo either. Eduardo? No, <laughs> he never went as Eduardo. Remember that weird period of time where everyone had to like it wasn't Rick, wasn't Ricky Schroeder. It was Rick Schroeder, Charles Sheen. <laughs> Charles. You don't Sheen. remember the Charles no. Sheen? Oh no. yeah, there was a Charles Sheen. A Charles Sheen. He wanted to be taken seriously. Did he wear a tie? He, he had did. to open wearing it because he was a bolo. Yeah, he was a boyo. <laughs> now he's wearing white all over his nose. So, what are no. your top three? My top three. Yeah, or three. Yeah, I don't, Heather the- said, "Oh, they're not my top three. They're just the movies <laughs> yeah. I like to watch." Elm Street is definitely my number one, but number three that was sort of like a filler because I didn't want to put a favorite because I don't like to pick favorites except oh. Nightmare on Elm Street's my favorite. Wait a minute, but the whole do you understand no. the gist of what we're doing here? It is so hard. <laughs> to put a number three in there so i filled it with something that i like a lot so you feel you had, it's hard to do a number three so you just shoved the number two in there yeah <laughs> i don't understand your logic but jason please save this hurry so dawn of the dead is up there for me in your top three in my top three okay ha- we're, we're okay. talking horror okay horror okay horror. we're talking horror. horror scary 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 um dawn of the dead is definitely in there um see and i i was debating what my other two were gonna be because part of me wants to put tremors in there but tremors is still more of a comedy mm-hmm. i do love me some tremors though i can watch movie. it any time of the year uh i love monster squad <laughs> i absolutely love monster squad for everything that it is and all it's uh oh it's very inappropriateness now it's just great yeah it's a great movie the wolf band's got nards yeah but if I'm picking, I have a little bit of an unorthodox number one. Because it was directed by John Landis, director of Thriller. Uh-oh. I, Anyone think, know? I think I have an idea where you're going with Yeah? That. Yeah. It starred Anthony LaPaglia and a French actress named Anne, I think it's Anne Parallel. 
movie's called Innocent Blood. I was completely wrong. <laughs> Where were you going to go with? American Werewolf in London. No, that is good. That's another good one, too. Mm-hmm. Innocent, Innocent Blood. Blood. Innocent Blood. Vampire film. It's a vampire gangster movie. And I'm going to give you three good reasons. What? Are you, just, are you what? just making up movies? Yeah, like no. what? Oh, a vampire gangster this? movie. Oh, my God. This was great. Yeah, it t- it's, it's a vampire. She's She plays this vampire. And she's, like, young and hot. And she's in New York, and Robert I do Lo- know what you're Robert Loggia oh, yeah. is like this mafia, the head of this mafia. Does she family. go around killing mob guys? She kills these mob guys. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. So now. you have a horror, a vampire movie. Yeah, you have a vampire movie that's also a mob movie. That's oh number my one. god. Number two. You have Don Rickles how as a is, vampire. How is Don, Don Rickles? Is I a mean, vampire? you have a movie with Don Rickles. Number one. But number two, he's also a va- he gets turned to a vampire at some point. That is fantastic. If you look this film up, you'll notice that everybody's eyes glow very bright red when they're because a vampire. They're vampires, Chris. I know, but that's too much. By the way, thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, six point two out of ten on IMDb. They can all ninety percent of Google users love this movie. And you know what? I am ninety percent. And according to this on Rotten Tomatoes, audience score forty four percent with a thirty nine percent tomatoometer. They know shit. Jason gives them one hundred. This is serious. I mean, I'm not even like just picking. I know I pick weird movies that I just love for some reason. Cuffs. But <laughs> Innocent Blood is just absolutely fantastic. If you like gangster movies and Chaz Palminteri's in it. Mm. So you got you got a gangster movie, vampire movie. That was number Chaz one. Palminteri. Number, number two, you had, like I said, Don Rickles as a vampire. You have Anthony LaPaglia, by the way, who once again does not actually get to use his original, his his actual accent. Oh my God, Chaz Palminteri. I know who he is. Yeah. He was in that one gangster film. Bronx Tale. Tale. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good movie. That's a classic. He owes me 75 bucks, by the way, because he closed his restaurant after I bought a gift card. But that's beside the point. Son of a big. Tree Finney. He owes me 75 bucks. And if I ever get to meet Charles Palminteri, that's what I'm telling him. This I'm like, you owe me 75 bucks. Anthony Patalia. It's nice to meet you. I don't know who he is. Anthony LaPaglia, you should know because he's been in like a million things. But he he's Australian. Austra- but he always has to play someone from New York. It's just, his, I guess not, his other accent's always someone from New York. So again. Interesting. I'm giving you those two things. But the number one reason that uh, you should go see Innocent Blood is that it is a completely lighthearted vampire horror comedy. It's bloody. It's bloody as hell. It's under an hour and a half. And Robert Loja is in it. So there's your three good reasons. Your three good reasons. Robert Loja, Don Rickles vampire, vampire gangster. Heather, movie. can you please give us a one better reason? Then the guy gets cut with glass. <laughs> I had three reasons lined up for Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. All right well, okay, go ahead. What's your three reasons right, for Nightmare on Elm Street? Give me your three million. Three, three million. No, no. Three million it reasons. It wasn't three good reasons for your favorite fill in the third movie. Fill in the turds? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, I, I can't even do that. You can't even do three for Nightmare on Elm how Street? How can you not do that? I don't get it. How, how couldn't you? I was just kidding. I can. Oh, you can. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought for sure you were serious. No, I can. Okay. So three good. 
Okay. So Hold on. I need to rank them because obviously ranking things means a lot in this house tonight. Is Don Rickles as a vampire in it? No, he's not. So. Do you know who Don Rickles is? <laughs> Do you know who Don Rickles is? Real uh, large guy. He's a comedian. He what? Was, well, he what do you mean real large he guy? He deceit. Did you ever see him? You don't know who he is. He has big face. You don't know who Don Rickles is. Tell me. I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> we I'm want trying to, to think three reasons. Do you know? Do you know his main? Why are you quizzing me? I don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> okay, he that. was Mr. Potato Head. He, he was. Looks in, like Mr. In, Potato Head in Toy Story. Yes, he's he was. dead, Heather. Please. He looked like Mr. Potato Head. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's called Don Rickles. They say he looked like he looks like Mr. Potato Head. It was. He's it, a dead man. I said he looked. Unbelievable. All right, Mr. go ahead. Give us your top three reasons. Can't <laughs> wait to hear this. I, I haven't had time to think of what order they belong in. Well, it doesn't have to it be in any specific have to be the, order. Yeah. Everything yeah. has to be in... No. Okay. Um, Johnny Depp is his premiere role. That's right. Very true. I forgot about and that. And if he weren't picked up there, would he have ever gotten picked up? I don't know. I don't would know Would he either. have ever found Tim Burton? I don't know. My heavens. We wouldn't have had a weird. Do we want to really live in a, do we want to live in a world where Tim Burton a, didn't find Johnny is. Depp? Oh, no, because the, wait, if he didn't find Johnny Depp, does that mean he wouldn't have found? Uh, who is, who's the who's the woman that's on his movies now? I'm drawing a blank. On Helena Bonham Carter. Yes, her. His wife. <laughs> <laughs> they're not married. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. They're not. Johnny Depp. No. Oh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Keep, keep up, man. <laughs> what? What are you right. drunk? So Johnny Depp, Nightmare on Elm Street. Johnny one. Depp. Okay. Is one. Lots of blood yes. is the other. Yes. There was a lot. I love... There will be blood. I just love that. I love bloody movies. Wasn't it the scene where the, it was pouring like out of the bed into the ceiling? That was Johnny Depp. Yeah. That was Johnny that Depp, That was too. his blood, too. The he's blood in Johnny Depp. Big, big. In, <laughs> in said, one reason. He said, Johnny, we need all of your blood for this scene. All right. I'm pretty diverse. <laughs> you made show, me bleed my own blood. Let me show my range. I can be a fountain of blood. <laughs> Hire me for everything. <laughs> Number one. Number one. Is Number like one. like we were talking about earlier. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Not really. So you know how he's like really serious and really creepy? Mm-hmm. In the first one. Not all the others. He actually is sort of funny, too. Who's Some of his... Freddy Krueger. Oh, Freddy Krueger. Some of his okay. lines are hilarious. Um, Like, one point, he... Nancy asks him... No, Nancy doesn't ask him. Fuck. <laughs> I'm thinking of another movie. <laughs> wait that, a minute, hold no, on. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. We can't just no, we can't just we can't just I'm graze thinking, over this. I'm thinking the, about these Pirates are your of the top Caribbean. three films that you like to watch around Halloween, no, and here's your top three reasons. It, I was getting it mixed. <laughs> what are you getting confused with? Everything. Oh, I thought it was Caddyshack. I'm sorry, I got confused. Bill Murray's not no, in this. I was. I don't. Rem- I. Hey, no. I'm all right. No, Leave nobody me alone. worry about me. Leave me alone. <laughs> but I am serious. <laughs> but I, I do, I do like how he he has these lines that can be sort of funny, but they are really freaky. Okay, well, that's. He's still scary as shit. Oh sure, he's Freddy. But he's the a- line with Nancy <laughs> that I totally messed up. Mm. That was from a completely different movie. Actually, is from Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> it is. 
I'm king of the world. <laughs> okay, so. Stop it. Stop it. Hold on, I, I got a list. So she says, fuck you. And he says, that sounds fun. And that's like my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, because it's hilarious, but he's. He's Freddy Krueger. He's Freddy Krueger. So All right, here we go. Shit. So I'm going to let you read these, Jason. Jesus. These are the top one-liners from Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Top 10. Do I have to read them in Freddy's voice? Yes. That's why I'm having you do it. Oh, is, is, <laughs> is number one about the boyfriend? I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. Knew it. You're all my children now. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Classic. <laughs> How's Classic. this for a wet dream? <laughs> Want to suck face? Kung fu this, bitch. <laughs> why does everything end with bitch? <laughs> now I'm playing with power. Well, that was from the fifth one. Mm-hmm. Because he sent, I remember that specifically because the kid got put into the video game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't he using the power glove in that scene? Welcome to my world, bitch. <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's so, he just said bitch a lot. He did, yeah. Yeah. And that's Bitches. Where, <laughs> that's where the character came from. Um, came from a bitch. Terry? No, uh, t- uh, Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just said no, and then you said Scary Terry. No, I couldn't yeah. remember his. T- yeah. You didn't say his name oh, right. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Scary Terry, bitch. <laughs> uh, so, we learned a lot about Heather tonight. Um, I'm real proud of you. I'm proud of you. I have a. I have something to interject here involving Nightmare on Elm Street. This, the, the, the path please, they took. Please, thank you. Because they have Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare, which, mm. as we learned from Jason Takes Manhattan, or no, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, is not, because they just keep going, and then he took Manhattan. That's right. Which only took place 10 minutes in Manhattan. Come on. Come on. Now, you have Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy, uh, Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Mm. Then, years later, they're just like, we're bringing him back. Wes Craven's new nightmare. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't seen in a long time. I remember loving it because Fantastic it movie. was good. Because it made it to be like it was a movie. Yes, but yet it wasn't. Right? Huh? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right. So what's up with that? Do the we, do, real nightmare. Yeah, the new or new. Yeah, I new, call it the real nightmare. You call it the real nightmare. Yeah, I don't even care what the name is now. You just Heather's it. making up shit. I'm going to make up shit too. <laughs> It's the Chucky Brides. <laughs> the Chucky Brides. You got that new Nightmares? <laughs> no, it was really good. And what I loved about that movie so much is that they redesigned Freddy. Mm. They made him almost into a demon. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a, the smart way to go. Because if you're going to make a movie based off a f- movie, a, f- a fake movie that's supposed to be reality based mm-hmm. off of another fake movie, then that's the way to go. To, just to make it somehow different. Like the glove was like a part of his actual hand. Part of his hand yeah. yeah, that was kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, that that movie, I don't even know if it hit the theaters. Yeah, it did. Did it? Yeah. But I don't remember because I remember my mom brought it home from like Blockbuster Video or something when I was a wow, kid. Wow, what a difference. Wow, what a difference. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I don't remember ever seeing like trailers or anything for that film. Like, well, as a kid. I was a big uh, video store and uh, movie trailer rat as a child, and I would just find them all. I remember when I discovered that E! used to have an entire program. Remember they used to have just a half... A, it was basically YouTube. Yes. Movie trailers. Yes, I remember. YouTube was I used thing. to watch that. It was awesome. The movie, the coming attractions, and I'm like, oh. Yep. I would like getting to the movie theater, like, you know, hours in advance. 
I really and I still do to this day, even though I don't have to. I know when the trailers start, I still want to be there for them. Absolutely. I, even though I've seen them all, and I'm just like, ugh, that's bad. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of that, with the trailers, people hate me because I'm the one that's like, we need to get to the movie so we can see the trailers. <laughs> and everybody always says, who cares? It's just a trailer. Yeah. Now I you, care. Yeah. Now you, like, you get a reserved seat. You can come in late. It's already there. You don't have to look for seats or anything. You pick your own. But yeah, that 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 did have a theatrical release. I think it was a interesting, was a pretty big hit as well and it brought the the whole series back and yeah. then they did it with um well wasn't that uh i'm trying to think freddy's the the new nightmare or whatever it was like 96 97 something like that and then 94 94 it was a good year for movies. So My then, God, twenty five years old. Wow, that that came out in ninety four. I can't yeah. believe that. But then I think Jason Goes to Hell was the next one. After that, like there was no Nightmare on Elm Street movies, obviously for a while until Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason. Jason. What it? Freddy vs. Jason. The I alt- love that movie. It's ridiculous, right? It is ridiculous. It, it was written apparently the guy who made it. I remember watching a documentary about it. It was written like a comic book film. Mm-hmm. He wanted it to play out like a comic book. Mm-hmm. It, I think it... Go ahead. Well, I wanted to take a quick poll. So we're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street a lot. Are you uh, Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees guy? Jason. Freddy Krueger. Uh, I'm Jason because... Well, yeah. So I, right. I still like... You didn't say it right. What? I'm Jason. I'm Jason. <laughs> well, can you, can you say it like Jason Voorhees? <laughs> it's like morse code very good now i but i always i liked um i always liked the freddy krueger movies more because he was more playful right whereas jason was just sort of like choppa 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 right yeah i, I appreciated freddy for the the personality the mm-hmm. charisma um it's hard not to like jason being named jason though so. and right if and the first saying, movie... If you keep saying that word, it's really weird after a while. <laughs> yeah. The first movie definitely is very scary for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, but I, I've always been uh, a Jason Voorhees guy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very straight to the point. I mm-hmm. do like the choppa, choppa, choppa. <laughs> Get to the choppa! <laughs> and uh, the creative ways he does the choppa, choppa, choppa. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of that. And yeah, I thought Freddy vs. Jason. I don't know how you could not like Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting because when this question comes up, you never hear, it, are you a Jason, Freddy Krueger, or Michael Myers guy mm-hmm. or person, oh. right? So Michael Myers is never really tied in with the other two. Why, I don't know, mm. but I like to think it's because it, I know Different Michael Myers has returned a lot, but it seems that Jason and Freddy are more supernatural yes. than Michael Myers. Yes, And Michael Myers... I, I love Halloween. The first Halloween's a mm-hmm. classic. Obviously, it was on my top three list. But I love the movie. But there's just something about Jason and this zombie creature. Because he t- actually does turn into a zombie later on. They right. raise him from the dead. And he goes into space at one point. Later have you ever on. seen that? No. I have to watch that. I saw it in the theater. You've never <laughs> I seen saw it? it? No, I saw it in the theater. I know okay. I need to watch it now. Oh, okay. But I, I saw it in the theaters <laughs> as well. Because he freezes somebody's face. And then smashes their head. Top five kill of all yeah, time. It was awesome. It Top was fantastic. Five. Um, and then also the simulation of the women and the bean or the bags or whatever the where you slam them against the tree. Mm-hmm. That was also good. Freddy versus Jason was a great movie. I went to see that in the movies uh, a couple of times actually. Me too. And I really happened to like that movie. I I, I kind of enjoyed how Freddy was the bad guy. Yeah. Like the bad bad guy. Right. And then Jason suddenly was the He's the, the Gollum. Yeah. He's being 
told what to do by Freddy the entire thing until at the end he's like, fuck this. <laughs> I got this big machete, motherfucker. Machete. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I had, again, that's another one I haven't seen in a long time. I really need to get See? I Listen, I Halloween's got, right around I the corner. St- I'd start packing these in. There's so much to do. And we have all of these movies on our voodoo, Heather. I haven't even watched Nightmare Before Christmas yet. I have. That's one I always put I put on a lot. Yeah, I don't like that movie. I, I like Halloween. Town I can't too. do it. I just can't. But this is Halloween. This is Halloween. I, I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. This is Halloween. Oogie Boogie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my kids watched it a lot. Yeah. And they're as a result I watched a lot. And I'm like, eh. No, it's okay. I, I mean th- my kids won't watch it. They won't watch anything. You know what I I sleep purchased something this week. You ever sleep purchase? Like you're about to fall asleep and you got your phone on. And you just purchase something and then just fall asleep. I've been there, done that. Yes. A lot of digital stuff. Yeah, that's what I did. I was just like, I get a thing from Voodoo. They're like, oh, horror movie sale. And I'm like, oh, I mean, look at this real quick. I can't put my phone down. And I'm going through it. And then I stumble upon the classic Dead Heat starring oh, Tree Williams, Williams and Joe, Joe Piscopo for four ninety nine in HD. And I just said, huh, I'm going to buy that. I liked that when I was eight. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to click buy, go to bed, <laughs> fall asleep. Oh, no. Wake up in the morning and I said, did I buy Dead Heat last night? Yep, sure did. <laughs> I sure bought it. Like, I bought it and my phone down, sleep. Oh. But I'm happy about it. Is it just the worst? I haven't re- I haven't watched it yet. Oh, God. But again, I loved this as a kid. You know what the movie's about, right? No. So... Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo are tough guy cops and they're investigating. There was a robbery and the there's these two guys and they're just killing them and killing them like they're shooting them. They won't die. So it takes them forever to kill these two because they're shocker zombies. Okay. So it turns out there's a Morgan town that is churning out all these dead people and reanimating them to create these like super criminals. So Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo figure this out, but Treat Williams gets stuck inside of like the chamber and he gets killed. But they bring him back, so he's a zombie cop with Joe Piscopo no. to take down all the bad guys. Why don't I own this? It's four ninety nine. Is it fantastic? <laughs> I again I haven't you, seen oh, since it. You're eight. It's been right. thirty two years. I haven't seen it. <sighs> but it's what I remember loving this movie and my parents never bought it when it Okay, I'm going to have to watch this now. Yeah, but I, they rented it, and I watched it at a very young age, and I'm just like, this movie's great, because there's this huge shootout, like, Treat Williams winds up, like, rotting toward the it. end of the movie. Oops. It has zombies in it. I, I feel like I need to watch this. Yeah, and it's dumb 80s stuff. Like, it's... Go ahead. You, you're going to... I wasn't going to say Do you remember anything. the movie? Oh, I own it. You own... Yeah. Look at this guy. Look at and this guy. And you enjoy it? I enjoyed it when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> you both are in the same boat yeah, here. Yeah, I got it. My story, I didn't sleep by it. I actually, do you remember Tower Records? Yeah, I remember Tower Records. They had oh, a, you have a physical copy of it. I have a physical oh physical God. media. They um they had a box set. Uh, they called it like six pack of movies, and the, the pack looked like a six pack. Mm-hmm. And it was a six pack zombie pack. Oh, no So kidding. it had a lot of uh, Italian and... Um, Dude, did it have zombie? Like it did not, <sighs> but, I, but I own Zombie. <sighs> um, but it had a lot of like Italian horror in there and Dead Heat randomly. <laughs> 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 Just shows up. 
but I'm not going to clown it too much because that was actually one of the deciding factors for me to pick it up because I was like, oh, I remember loving this movie. I'll go, I don't know what these other six Italian movies are, but it's got dead heat and it's six bucks. Let me pick it up. That's worth it for just dead heat alone. Yeah, so I haven't revisited it in a long time, but I do remember loving that movie. I actually, that was a late night Cinemax watch as a kid, you know? Yeah, it was, it was just, it's Joe, come on, Joe Piscopo's the, your second lead to that's treat fit. Williams. That, that's actually making me want to watch it more, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, you know, with films showing up, or movies showing up on Cinema. Voodoo, on Voodoo now mm-hmm. for like four ninety nine, six ninety nine. It's like going to Walmart and they have those bins, it is and sometimes. it's like you can walk by and you're like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen that in forever." If whatever it's... part two of whatever great film, <laughs> uh, the part two is always in there, and you're like, "Oh, this is great." Uh, Mummy two, Mummy Returns. I have never seen this, and you know, I haven't seen this in Texas ten years. Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Yeah, two, three with Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Hey, Leatherface gets left out of that whole Mike, Michael Myers, Jason and Freddy thing too. Yeah, again, and, I don't really keep him. Yeah, I don't keep him on the same rung personally. Um but it's so easy to buy movies on Vudu now. I I buy everything digital. I don't buy any hard copy of anything anymore. I just don't. And I I think video games is <laughs> might be the last thing that I buy that's an actual physical copy. Because you everything don't like else it, you is can digital. Sell it. Yeah, but everything else is digital, and I think I do that because it's just so easy. I could go in, I could buy two new... I, I bought the new Chucky films, mm-hmm. or the two and three. I bought them. It was so easy. They're, here they are, seven ninety nine. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy both of those. I want to watch them right now. I don't have to go anywhere. I can watch it right now. And I think that definitely attributes to the sleep purchase stuff, because I do it all the time. Him and I have... He, he he was disappointed in me because I told him I said I'm I'm not I'm only buying like Blu-rays of things I really 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 like like Streets of Fire for example or Cuffs because I did buy the Shout Select ver- copy of Cuffs I paid like twenty some bucks for it and Ernest goes to camp and Ernest go- no <laughs> I didn't buy that one <laughs> Ernest a- goes to camp well there was an Ernest uh, the Hollow Scared Stupid Ernest mm-hmm. Scared Stupid I loved that film when I was eight also well there was a huge remember there was a slew of like you know silly 80s or silly 80s silly horror movies like Halloween type of movies that were just good. Halloween Town was one of Heather loves Elvira Mistress in the Dark Transylvania 6 5000 with Jeff Goldblum yes. and Ed Bagley Jr. I saw yes. that pop up on Voodoo the other it's day. I've Amazon never heard of it. It's on for free right now. Is it really? Yeah. So you can watch that. Is Even it... like the Adams Family movies that came out in the 90s are kind of... I love of, those movies. They're, they're great. They're I, just really saw the, I just saw the cartoon. Uh, you saw the new one? Yeah, this past weekend. Is it any good? It's great. They greenlit a sequel. 2021, it's happening. I hope really? they're getting to work. Never been a fan of Adams Family ever. Loved the TV I'm, show I'm as a more kid. of a Munsters guy. I like the monsters. I've never I'm, made a movie of those. It's surprising. No, and it probably has a lot to do with rights and things. They did make a TV show, uh, if you remember. It came on. They only had like a five episodes, maybe less. Oh, like, and, a, like an updated version of it. Yeah, and it starred the fat kid from. Now he's a you know now he's a grown adult, but <laughs> he's no was, longer a fat kid. What was the movie where the guy the kid dies, where they find a dead body? Stand by me. Yeah, it's the fact. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell was the Herman Munster. That's wow. A, well, he had the vo- he has the voice for it because his voice is very deep. Yeah, but apparently it didn't do very well because I remember Howard Stern sort of being excited to see what it was going to be about. He loves the Munsters, and it was very it was forgetful. 
uh, are uh, forgotten. Well, and who get, who gives a shit? Yeah, I always loved the Adams family. I loved watching because um, I didn't have cable, so my grandparents had cable. So whenever we go over their house, they would put on Nickelodeon, and the Adams family, for whatever reason, was going through a resurgence again. And then they had the cartoon in the early '90s on ABC, like '92, '93. They had yeah. an Adams family cartoon. And then the, around the time when the movies came out, because those movies were great, and then nothing for the longest time. But for what my Fester's my, Quest on NES. <laughs> Fester's Quest. Oh my Quest god, that game. Uh, they made an Atari game out of me. <laughs> oh, that f- <laughs> fucking game. I played that. I loved it. I like. I really did enjoy. I had because that was the game I had at the time, and I had to sit there and play it. Because I was just like, I love the Adams Family. That I was wanted, your game. I want Uncle Fester's game. This is great. Right up my alley. I love Nintendo. Love Uncle Fester. Let's do this. And I'm just like, why is this so annoying to me? Do you like the Adams Family, Heather? I enjoy it, yeah. The old series? Yes. Yeah. My daughter's watching it right now. I mean, not right now. She's probably in bed, but I hope she is. <laughs> I hope so. It's but pretty late. the fact that she sat down and watched a TV show that is 55 years old. It's pretty impressive. impressive. It is. Yeah, absolutely. To me it is. And she and went as Wednesday Adams for Halloween last year. That's oh, nice. awesome. So she was ahead of the curve. That's right. Timeless. Whoop, whoop. Adams Family and Monsters yeah. are both timeless yeah. television shows. They're absolutely. fantastic. You could buy the entire series. Well, you could watch them for free, but that's only 10 bucks, and it's only an SD. I know what I'm doing when I'm sleeping at night. Not buying um, that. I'm buying that. <laughs> um, but you could watch for free. So... That well, freeze better. You're yeah. right. Freeze better. Yeah. Uh, we talked about a lot of things. We covered a lot of of different items tonight. Mm-hmm. Halloween is coming right around the corner. So hopefully next week we'll talk a little bit more Halloween related activity. Oh, I got some more planned. Excellent. I like. Oh, I got that. some more planned. Um, remember to go over to YouTube and type in Gaslocast. You can check out everything that Heather and I like to do. We talk about toys and everything else. Uh, you can go over to our Instagram at Gaslocast. And check out all the cool stuff that we post over there. Mainly photos of me and Heather. Sometimes Heather sleeping. It's fun. <laughs> we played Smash Brothers again. Uh, and Heather, do we have anything else to say? You've said a lot. Thank you. You've said enough. You've said enough. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Fett. That's Boba Fett with the swo in front of it. And I'm there. Hooray. Hooray for me. <laughs> you have anything you want to plug? You can find me at my house if I told you where I live. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you. If you got so anything to say to if him. If you know me, you know where to find me. Yeah, just email me and I'll uh, I'll send a message. He'll put the signal up in the air. But I, I want to say thank you for having me on, guys. Hey, thank this you for awesome. being here. This was awesome. You're excellent. Excellent. Uh, let's do a clap, Heather, for, for me. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. Heather's clapping her feet, by the way. It's weird. Those were her feet. Her, her feet, they actually look like little fingers. It's weird. It's really strange. Finger feet. She has like finger, finger feet. Or feet They're fingers. real long. Yeah. Feet, feet. She can actually wrap her toes around my legs and pull me around. It's not as weird. That's a horror movie. I know. It's hot. She's She's got uh, Groot feet. Why do you think I married her, huh? She's got Groot toes. Um, she got Groot toes. No, but... Uh, she's going to kill you. I just need to say I have regular feet. Yeah, her feet are pretty regular. Uh, have you seen them? Nope. She's hiding them. I know she is. You know why? Because they're, curl- they're curled around my back right now, scratching my back. <laughs> they're ripping your um, spine out. No, but seriously, thank you for coming on with us, and we'll have you back again. Uh, please, you're, please. You're an ex- excellent you. guest, uh, and it was nice to have you in person. 
sometimes we do this and we do have to do it over mm-hmm. the air. So it's nice to do this every once in a while and have the person actually hear physically. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So thanks for being not here. just spiritually. Not thanks spiritually. Well, yeah, yeah, I hope it's not spiritual. Hey, and thanks yeah. for being my friend for 20 years. <clears throat> hey. That was a hard 20 years. Oh, it is. (laughs) It's so easy. And I think, Uh, are you going to watch Innocent Blood now? I've seen it before, but I will check it out again. It's been a long time. And I'm going to, I'm going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street finally again. And I'm going to buy Innocent Blood. $4.99, I'm in. Why not? No, Innocent Blood's not $4.99. Oh, it isn't? How much was Innocent Blood? I don't, I thought you, oh, is it? it? I don't know. Well, oh, I no. tell you, funny thing about it, it was only available full screen VHS for the longest time. And I was just like, I want widescreen VHS. And then it was on DVD full screen. And I was like, ah! Did you look it up on Voodoo? Well, then they started making the Warner Archive collection on oh, Blu-ray. No. And they're just like, oh, $20 for this movie that no one wants. And I'm like, but I want it! Oh, uh, no. But anyway, I am, uh, I'm going to look it up. And I actually, I own the full screen DVD of it because that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> I just didn't care anymore. You're a like, winner. I need this. I need this in my life. You can rent it for two ninety nine on Amazon Prime. Oh, very nice. Innocent Blood. Innocent Blood. And I can bring Dead Heat for you. If you uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. I got to see Dead Heat. I have to. Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of good out there. There's a lot, And again, it's it's a funny horror movie. I don't like torture porn. Nor do I. Yeah. No. That's you why I love 80s horror. There's you know, no craft in that. Do you know no. what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about Blair Witch another time. I loved the Blair Witch. Because I saw it before everybody was just like, well, this isn't scary. And I'm like, well, I was scared when I didn't know what the hell it was about. <laughs> and they're like, here, watch. Yeah, we, watch we, this. It was a screening of They're like, here, watch this movie. I'm like, or I was working for a promotional company at the time doing movies. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a midnight showing in Towson. So we go to the showing and then we get in the parking lot afterwards. And it's like no one's in the parking lot except for us. And it's just dark. And we're hearing like the sounds of outside at like three oh, in the morning. God. And I'm mm. like, yeah, we're going. Uh, we're out of here. <laughs> this is right. It, it, it was scary. That's how they sold the movie on Sci-Fi Channel back then yeah. when it came out. Because they were acting as if it were a real thing. And that second movie, which took the new nightmare route of pretending that the first movie was a fake movie. Right. Re- like reality. And then it just turned to like another stupid slasher movie, and I hated it. Oh, great! Yeah, it was trash. But we had this awesome promotion plan in the woods, and like Moosehead Beer donated like a hundred cases of beer, so everyone got free beer, and we got to watch the movie outside in the woods. Excellent. But I left after fifteen minutes because it was so bad, and I helped organize it. So. Uh, wow. Well, see you later. <laughs> hey, go see the Blair Witch Poo. That was a bad one. Anyway. Well, we'll end on that sour note. (laughs) Let's end on that shitty movie. Guys, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Take it easy.